We want to welcome you to the Hills Church at Home. In fact, we'll say this, Happy New Year 2021. And I think like all of us, we are ready to move past 2020 and start off uh, a brand new year. Hey, a couple things you can do. Um, and what the great thing is, if you're catching up a little bit later, you can always hit pause on the video. Maybe you need to go refresh and get a hot cup of coffee as we go through our teaching today. But if you go to our website, hillschurcharcadia.org, you can download today's message notes, and I highly encourage you to do so with some of the verses that we'll kind of shoot out here. But also, if you have uh, children in your home, or maybe know of somebody that you can pass those along, you can also download our kids' uh, activity sheet as well. Well, I'd encourage you to do this. Open your Bibles to Luke chapter 10, and we'll get there in a minute, verse uh, 38 um, through 42. Luke chapter 10, verse 38 through 42. But my title today is, in 2021, Who Are You Seeking? Who Are You Seeking? And again, as I mentioned before, I want to rattle some of these things off uh, for us today. In the Gospel of John, uh, I want to look at the first words of Jesus, what is recorded uh, in in the early on in John. And then I want to look at Jesus' first words after he rose from the dead. So we're going to read John chapter 1, verse 37 and 38 says this. The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned, and seeing them following, said to them, and I want you to hear these words, what do you seek? In fact, it might even be good to say that with me. What do you seek? In John chapter 20, verse 15, after Jesus has now already been resurrected from the dead. Uh, And remember, he's going to come across Mary. Mary's already seen the angels, and here's what Jesus says to her. He says, woman, why are you weeping? And listen to the second part. Whom are you seeking? You and I, in fact, I think Jesus' words in these two verses, you and I were created to seek him. You and I were created to seek him daily, not occasionally, not monthly, not quarterly. We were created to seek him daily. And you will be restless until you find that rest in searching and seeking for him every single day. You know, when I was thinking back on the year 2020, in fact, I, I want to share in just a moment some of the scriptures that we had actually uh, had been reading about because I went back and I wanted I wanted to read what were some of the things that the Lord had been putting in my heart that I had been sharing or teaching about or, or posting. What was he saying that probably I wasn't paying close enough attention? But I was thinking back in, in our personal family, in the, the life of our, our church, In the year 2020, our daughter Madison would be, and she did, graduating from college, but also in October, she was due to be married, and that all got postponed till 
uh, spring of 2021. Her fiance, Chris, he did graduate from law school, but his bar exam, one of the important things to do after passing law school, was postponed until October, which kind of threw off all of their, their wedding plans. My son, Maverick, he would be starting his senior year in high school, playing two sports, all the, you know, the school and the academics, praying about his next step. All of those things have, have changed. As far as the church, we were in the process of uh, really addressing some infrastructure um, problems that we had had, our main sewer line, many of our roofs, some windows that we had in our fellowship hall. We knew that we were going to deal with that. I thought we were going to do it back in December uh, of last year and have everything ready uh, for Christmas time. But we didn't actually get started uh, until things kind of all laid out in June, which had, uh, anyways, with all of what was taking place with churches and going online, we actually put a pause. In fact, um, we remembered this. Uh, the day after Easter of last year, we were supposed to be on a missions trip to the Congo, both doing a missions-type uh, uh, medical outreach and then an outreach at night as far as like a crusade type of event. Well, we had felt back in January that we weren't supposed to, to actually be a part. Now, it was a very hard phone call to make to let another ministry know that, you know, you just had a sense that you weren't supposed to do it. Well, then later we found out that the ministry called it off because the tickets for airlines doubled. It was probably all the pre-COVID. It was starting to affect the, the price and the travel and the accessibility of travel. Well, then they were going to uh, go again in the fall. And obviously that got put off as well. And then we were taking our first trip to Israel along with people in our church and people at another church. It was going to be our first time in Israel, November uh, 1st through 11th. And obviously that all got put off. So it's very interesting. Like if you sat down and thought about the year 2020 and all of the different things that had to change and things that got put on hold. Uh, but uh, I want us to come back to that question that Jesus said initially to those disciples what do you seek? And then to Mary at the tomb, whom are you seeking? I think those are so important words as we go into this new year and we go with a full steam of expectancy, but we need to retreat a little bit and go back to God's word, what he's been saying. In fact, I went back and I wanted to read some of these scriptures quickly here. I was remembering back to some of our teachings and some of the promises. And I thought this was interesting. January 5th, it was the first Sunday of the year of 2020. I just wanted to read this one verse. And we started out with this one verse that Sunday, Acts 2.42. And they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers. So what, when I look back on that, what I thought was interesting, we had no idea that our last physical service in our church facility would be, and I'll read that verse in a minute, March 8th. Had I, no, no thought. 
fact, if you would have said, you know, you're going to you're going to not be able to have an Easter's public service outreach or whatever you would do, I would have thought you were out of your mind absolutely crazy that would never ever ever happen. In fact, we started on March 15th and um and went all of the way till the end of September only online. In fact, I added up 29 Sundays only online. But back in January, we read this verse. And they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. All throughout that time of only being online, we continued with our Sunday service. We did a midweek communion time. In fact, actually honoring this one verse, we did a marriage conference two different times uh, online. But I come back to that one thing. It's interesting that was the one verse that I sensed and felt prompted to read, and they continued steadfast. I want to encourage you this year, that word again, continue steadfast in the apostles' doctrine. They were teaching about their experience of being an eyewitness of both seeing Jesus, listening to what he said, and seeing his mighty miracles that he did. All right, March chapter 8. March 8 of 2020, I read this verse, John 7, verse 37 through 38. This is Jesus's interaction with the woman at the well. And um, Jesus said these words, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scriptures have said, out of him will flow rivers of living water. If anyone thirst, have you felt dry or thirsty spiritually at all this past year? Jesus was already saying, come to me, come to me, come to me. In fact, I love uh, what happens next. We won't look at it in the life of that woman at the well. She leaves everything behind her, her pot at the well to go tell people what Jesus says. In fact, we made that comment. People that are impacted by Jesus, leave things behind. And the focus is never on what I left behind. We're never to say, oh, you don't know what I had to leave to follow him. No, it's never about what I left behind. It's always about I have changed and I'll never be the same again. She believed who Jesus was, what he said, and it didn't matter now what her testimony would be to other people, she was changed. All right, March 15th of 2020, actually our first Sunday online, we were trying to figure all of this out, kind of within that week or so where all of us were asked to um, shelter in place, it was safe at home. We read this verse out of 2 Timothy 1.7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God has not given us a spirit of fear. You remember those were the days where schools had shut down, work people, if you weren't essential, like working in a hospital, law enforcement, you know, fire department, those essential type, everything kind of shut down. That was, remember the craze of Everybody was rushing to get toilet paper and paper towels and everything that they could, different type of food items. <clears throat> For God has not given us the spirit of fear. 
but of power and love and a sound mind. One more here, March 22nd of 2020. So for us, our second Sunday only online, the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. Every promise that David starts to recite, and we know that he probably not only wrote those, but he sang about it, Every promise hangs on that thought that the Lord is my shepherd. He is looking out over me. He is looking for those new pastures. He's the one protecting me. All of those promises hang on my heart. All those promises really in the Bible hang on those things that says the Lord is my shepherd. Now, we were reading all of those things. But how easy it is to slip a little bit to the side and to forget the things that God speaks to us. In fact, do you know the first recorded question in the Bible we find in the book of Genesis? It's not from God. It's not from Adam or Eve or Cain or Abel. It's from the serpent, the devil himself. In fact, what he says to him is what did God say? It's a question. What did he say? He tried to confuse Eve at that time, and then later Adam, on what God says. Satan always wants you to doubt what God says. But we know this, God's words are more powerful. Don't doubt his words. Don't allow those thoughts to come into question Did God really say that? Did he really say that? No, that's exactly what he says. In fact, we're blessed to have it printed, to be able to handle it, have it in front of us, or uh, with devices that we can reach out. All right, so Luke chapter 10. We're finally in Luke chapter 10, but I wanted to read those verses. So important. Luke chapter 10, as we start this year, I wanted to read the, just these few verses to us today, Luke 10, 38 through 42, and it says this. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. Jesus is coming into the house. He probably has his disciples. He might have a few others, but they're coming into this house, and she had a sister called Mary, who sat at Jesus's feet and heard his word. So probably what happened, Jesus came in, sat somewhere, and Mary, the sister, comes and she sits right at Jesus's feet. She's going to pay attention to everything Jesus said, but Martha's thinking of something else. She's thinking about hospitality, taking care of this entire group. Jesus is in her home. There's probably people that needed their feet washed from their travels, and they were probably hungry. They needed something to drink and to eat, and so we read this. But Martha was, here's the important word, distracted. Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him. This is Jesus. She approached him. Well, what was Jesus doing? He was sitting and he was talking, right? Giving giving people his word. And she said, right in the middle of Jesus talking, she says, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. 
And Jesus answered and said to her, and I want you to hear this. If you hear anything that I said today, I want you to hear this. Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen the good part, which will not be taken away from her. Martha, Martha, you ever use that word when you call somebody? If I, you know, you call somebody one time and you have to call them a second time, you know why you say it a second or third time? Is because they didn't listen to you. In fact, many times when you say it again, you, you elevate your voice or you pronunciate it a little bit different. Martha, Martha, notice what he says. You are worried and troubled about many things. Thank God old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. Thank God as we turn the pages, even as we were reading uh, in our reading as we kicked off in uh, Genesis, that God made the day and the night, the days, the seasons, the times, all of these things, all of this past year and the things that we thought might happen or the troubling things that we were hearing that many times we allowed to direct our next step. Jesus spoke to Martha twice and says, you are worried and troubled about many things, but he wants us then to focus on what Mary's doing. Mary has chosen the good part, which will not be taken away from her. Mary chose to sit at Jesus' feet. Now, if today around 5.30 p.m. your doorbell rang and boom, 20 people came in your house, you know, probably hungry or dinner time, probably like many of us, I could probably go to my refrigerator and I might have some raviolis left over from Christmas dinner. I might have um, a few sausage and peppers left over from Christmas Eve dinner. I might be able to find something to thaw. But typically, you wouldn't look for leftovers. With the, hey, I'm going to heat up. I've really been wanting to get rid of this meatloaf for the last month, and I'm going to heat it up for you. Many of us know we'd be busy about getting cups out, something to drink, something to eat. But Jesus wants to show us the more important thing here. The most important thing was sitting at his feet and listening, not being troubled and distracted. My prayer for us this year is that we're not troubled or distracted, but we're found sitting at the feet of Jesus. Jesus said these words, that those things that she heard would not be taken away from her. You know, you can fix Jesus a meal. He's going to be hungry in another four to six hours. But the word of God lasts forever. That spoken word that changes lives, changes mindsets, changes the way that we speak and the way we pray over situations, changes how we walk in love with other people. That same word let us be found this year, 2021, making the right choice like Mary did, listening to his words. When I go back on those verses and I think about that we were reading about being together, we were together in different ways, but we were still together, that we were reading about thirsting after his words, coming to him, it would be, un, he wouldn't be able to quench it at all. We were reading about not having fear that God was giving us a sound mind in all things and understanding that the Lord 
is our shepherd. You know, uh, this last week, my wife and I sat down and we watched a two-part series with Charles Stanley and his son, Andy Stanley. You can actually find it on YouTube. I would highly encourage you to sit down. It's kind of an interview, but Charles Stanley talks about growing up really with his family and the decisions that he would make and being in ministry 50 years, finally retiring this last September. But he said these words and he kept echoing this through the interview. He said, I learned this from the Lord. If I will just obey the Lord, he will take care of the consequences. But he kept saying, but I have to obey the Lord. See, when you obey the Lord, he takes care of all of the other things. He takes care of the consequences. If you do what he says to do, he takes it because you've shifted over your heart to know that the Lord is your shepherd. All right, last verse. Uh, Proverbs chapter four, verse 20 through 23. And then I'm gonna give you a quick story of how powerful it is uh, of us remembering and speaking these things out. Now, remember, this is Solomon writing about what he was taught from his mom and dad, right? David and Bathsheba, what was imparted to him. Um, Solomon being the wisest man that ever lived outside of Jesus, God gave him the wisdom and he writes these words and I'm gonna read it out of the New Living Translation and I want us to hear it like a parent was telling it to us. And he, he writes, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart for they bring life to those that find them. They bring life to those that find them and healing to their whole body. Guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. This one verse we could read over and over again probably every single day and pull something out. Listen to my words. Notice what he says, those that find them. And I, I love when I've um, done some studies before, in fact, out of Jeremiah, because it always seems like God plays hide and seek with us. We've got to seek him to find him. But he says, they bring life to those that do find them and health to their whole body. The New King James says health to their flesh. But here's what he says, guard this heart above all else, for it does determines the course of your life. Guard this heart with your word. It will direct those next steps. And here's how, how powerful those words become to us because you and I both know you can actually be walking in a mall and you can hear a song that is played from, let's say, the 80s or the 70s or the whatever era that it is of music, and you can be translated back to that exact time and that exact song, and you can remember where you were, what something smelled like, the clothes that you had on, your memory goes right back and it was linked to that one song. I, I always remember this. I can remember when I hear a certain song by the group Journey, I'm translated back to an eighth grade dance. I remember that I'm wearing a turtleneck and a jacket. I was so hot. 
I'm dancing with Cosette Munoz. How do I ever remember that? And hopefully I didn't call her out here and there. I can remember exactly where I was eighth grade every time I hear that one song because it was probably something that I listened to and listened to and listened to. How powerful would it be in our lives that the word of God has taken such root in our hearts that the moment a situation or a word comes back up, we remember back to his promise. You know, it's over 140 times in the Bible we're told to remember. But many times, like we read in the Bible, what happens, they forgot. Let's remember in 2021, let's continue to remind ourselves of his promises. Let's continue that um, important part of the church coming together, whether you're online or whether you're in person, whether you're reaching out after uh, to talk and to get prayer, give a praise. Let's make sure we're continuing as the church, not forsaking our assembling together like it mentions that others have. Let's, let's make this a year of coming together listening around the word, and when we're found, we're found sitting at the feet of Jesus because we're listening to his words. We're not gonna repeat failures of the past. We're gonna launch out to the deep because he said to do so. You know, uh, two things that I wanna encourage you on. Number one, and we start this out every year, and uh, I will take the responsibility to say we probably got just derailed during all of this time as far as communicating it. But we start every year, January 1, kicking off with the one-year chronological Bible. In fact, I'd encourage you to go to our website, um, both in our um, service and event sections and both under other events. You can click on and you can go to the the Bible.com. It'll link you right to the plan. You can start the plan. In fact, it'll allow you to check off those boxes every day as you read. We're already uh, day two going through Genesis. As you're watching this, it'll be day three going through Genesis and other verses. But in, in one year, you'll be gone through the entire Bible. But you can also, on our website, download, if you prefer, and print off the PDF so that you can check it as you go. They have an app that you can do it on your phone or a tablet or from your computer. I would highly encourage you to do so. And like that verse says, it determines the course of your life. Put it first place in your life and watch what the Lord does. The second thing is we kick off 2021. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, maybe this is a year that you've decided I'm coming back and I'm coming back running to him. I wanna pray with you today. In fact, would you even pray along? The words will be on the screen. Romans 10, 9, and 10 tells us that if we confess with our mouth and we believe in our heart that Jesus rose from the dead, we shall be saved. Let's pray this together, ready? Dear God, I believe in Jesus. I believe that he died and he rose again for me. I accept him as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for forgiving me of all of my sins. And today I begin my relationship with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In fact, 
I would highly encourage you if you prayed that, if you would reach out to us, whether through our website or the social media venues that you're viewing from, I would highly encourage you the next step is get into the Bible, read every single day, read it over and over again. It's so, so, so important to allow his words to come in your heart. Uh, Every year we should be doing it, but let's especially do it this brand new year. Hey, and as as we receive our tithes and offerings uh, today, I want to read one scripture over all of us, and then we'll take a minute to pray. And I'm so encouraged, and I wish I could share all of the different testimonies that we've heard, especially since March into now, what God's done in people's lives, from whether it's been a promotion or whether their job didn't lay them off, allowed them to work at home. People that received even large bonuses. Uh, It's just amazing to hear what God has done. And so I so want to encourage all of us that we do remember the Lord is our shepherd. He's given us these great and precious promises. And even as we give, we're trusting him for our future. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 8. The Lord will command the blessing upon you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord God is giving you. The Lord will command the blessing. Remember that. The Lord will command the blessing. We just were reading in Genesis, when God said, let there be light, light happened. Let him command the blessing. Pray this with me today. As I give in today's offering, I stand on God's promises that the Lord will cause his blessings to come upon me as the windows of heaven are open. Open over my life today all the windows of blessings and supernatural resources. Let it be more than I can handle. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, if you're giving today, you can give online. You can go to our website. On the top, you can click give. It's safe, it's fast, it's secure. You can also give by mail. You can write to us at the Hills Church, P.O. Box 661419, Arcadia, California, 91066. And may the Lord command his blessings over all of us this day, in Jesus' name. Hey, as we do each week, we want to read that verse, Psalm 121, 1 and 2, the reason we're called the Hills Church. I encourage you to say it every day as well, too. I lift up my eyes to the hills, but where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. The Lord bless you. Have a great week, a first week in the year 2020. Dig into his words. Follow along in the Bible reading, and it will determine the course of your life, especially in 2021. The Lord bless you.